You are listening to If We Were Writing, a feisty triathlon-ish podcast. I'm Kelly O'Mara, and together with Sarah True, we head up a weekly group ride where we dish on all triathlon news and everything else-ish we want to talk about. We're joined regularly by Khadija Diggs and Jocelyn Wong-Neal, and Laura Sidal does her Sid Talk segment updating you on everything you need to know from the weekend. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If We Were Writing is a production of Live Feisty Media. Join us on our group ride. Yeah. All right, team. We are off next week for Thanksgiving. Are you guys turkey trap people? No. No. I I will do a turkey trot. Oh, you will? Costume or no costume? No costume. Uh, It's very informal. There's no start, really. No finish line. Just people (laughs) kind of run around the block. And it's tons of people. It's a... it's a fundraiser for the local um, uh, homeless shelter. So, yeah, it's people it's just like run time. around the block, like basically, basically <laughs> you you give money and people just kind of go off about the same time, <laughs> pretty much the same course, but not necessarily. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's interesting. The <laughs> one we have is um, on Thanksgiving morning called Run for Pie. And so there's always pie at the finish line, all different kinds of pie. And if you win your age group, you get a giant pie. That sounds amazing, but there's no winning or losing in mind because there's no like there's no timer. start, there's no stop. There's no stop. It's, I love it. <laughs> Although I do like the opportunity to win some pie. So yeah. yeah, and everyone gets like everyone's a winner because everyone gets to eat pie at the finish line. Are you doing that, Jocelyn? Um, I'm back to running 15 minutes in a row. So, oh. so you could I have run a actually... really fast 5k. You just need <laughs> you just need a dog to pull you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, circling back to uh, last week. Nice. Call back. Way to go. <laughs> I ride with my cycling club. They collect you, we collect either you can bring cans, money, whatever. And it it used to be called Hosea Feed the Hungry. And now it's called the Hygiene Ride. I don't know who. Hygiene? Yeah, because I I guess they collect hygiene products too. Because one of the things that we started doing was like giving the homeless haircuts and stuff like that. But I don't, I don't, I don't know whose idea it was to call it the hygiene That's a weird ride. Name, yeah. The yeah. brand, the branding is a little off. Yeah, it's a little off. But there was like have you ever, any of you ever biked out of Boulder? There's like a town you bike to on like every route that you bike through the town of hygiene. And it always sounds weird when you're like, oh yeah, I stopped at hygiene. Like it sounds and, and got some drinks. Yeah. So. Uh, but we will be off next week. We are taking the week off primarily. So our editor doesn't have to work on Thanksgiving. And so we can all enjoy our pie. Um, but today, before we take off, uh, we will be after the ad break explaining all of this week's drama to Sarah and, of course, updates on last week's drama, because apparently Sarah misses all the drama every week. So after the break. Iron Women is excited to announce a new partnership with Bicycle, the largest global marketplace for pre-owned bikes. With more than 20,000 pre-owned and refurbished road, gravel, mountain, and triathlon bikes available, Bicycle connects buyers and sellers on a global scale and makes the process of buying and selling bikes safe, easy, and convenient for riders. We all know there are plenty of marketplaces and classified sites out there, but what sets Bicycle apart is their guaranteed buyer protection, secure payments, simple shipping, and first-class customer service. Additionally, when you sell a bike, 
Bicycle provides a bike box directly to your door and coordinates pickup at a time that works best for your schedule. That kind of service has me swayed and I'm cleaning up one of my old race bikes to sell on Bicycle right now. For a limited time, you can save up to $100 on your purchase at Bicycle by entering the code FEISTYTRY, all caps and one word, at checkout. That's code FEISTYTRY at Bicycle.com. B-U-Y-C-Y-C-L-E dot com. Jocelyn, I know, you know, we're getting older and aging and you've been using Amino Coast Heal as part of your like post-workout recovery, right? Yeah. It seems like after I became a mom and then turned 40, my recovering abilities really tanked. So as you remember, I then tore my meniscus, had to get surgery in my knee, and now I've had this lingering ligament injury in my foot. So I've been adding a scoop of the chocolate flavored heel to like either a glass of chocolate milk or a recovery smoothie. And I love that it helps accelerate muscle repair and reduce inflammation so I can keep training and racing hard in my 40s. Yeah. And so you use the AminoCo Heal chocolate. How do you like it? How does it taste? It tastes pretty good. I mix it up with a bunch of stuff. So it's like Tastes like a chocolate shake. And all AminoCo products are 100% science-backed. It's, you know, Feisty's go-to essential amino acids. And you can get 30% off with the code writing, as in if we were writing, at AminoCo.com slash writing. You'll also get a free gift for new purchasers. That's AminoCo, A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash writing. And use the code writing at checkout for 30% off and a free gift. Chasing Epic is the essence of the Orca brand. It's about seeking moments in life that make us feel truly alive and connected to the beauty of the world around us. And let's be honest, with a lot of swim, bike, and run, we get to see a lot of beauty. Orca's been a longtime partner in Feisty, and we work with them year after year because we love their products and their commitment to creating amazing wetsuits made for women. I absolutely love my Arca wetsuit. Apex is number one, but there's a range of triathlon wetsuits. You can choose between flexibility, buoyancy, or a combination of both. Really, there's a wetsuit for every triathlete and for all of your epic adventures. As a feisty listener, you can get 15% off with the code IRONWOMEN15 at orca.com. Get out there and chase some epic, friends. I feel like, I know, I was like, Sarah, do you want to start with updates from last week or do you just need to know about this week's drama? No, no, let's let's do the update with last week's before you give me some juicy new stuff. Okay, so I feel like first off, we talked all about the Olympic marathon trials and you guys, they have finally reached an agreement. It will be at 10 a.m. Do we feel like, so we feel like good about this? I feel like it's a compromise. (laughs) Because... You know, the runner is still going to be bitching. It's too late. It's going to be too hot. It's going to be too humid. Wah, wah, wah. True, true. But when it gets hot, they'll be almost done. That's, yeah. I also, I appreciate because I was a little, so we're thinking about doing an event with like the sports bra, like the women's sports bra up in Portland. And I was like, if they do it at 8 a.m. East Coast time, we're going to have a very lame event at a bar at 5 a.m. in the morning, you know? Yeah. 
So that would not or be really easy. live because you're know, really awesome. <laughs> and Atlanta, the clubs don't get hitting until about, you know, midnight <laughs> or one o'clock. So. <laughs> so I am a little glad they settled on that. The other update, I sent you guys all this video. Uh dog running. What is the name for it? What do we it's like Canine a it's like a real cross? sport? Yeah, Canna Cross. Canna Cross. And the video I sent you guys, I don't know if you watched it all, but it was like, it's not just a hobby. It's not just a sport. It's a life. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. <laughs> but could you see? Now that you saw yeah, it, can you visualize yeah. how much faster the dog was than the girl? It still seems like high risk, you know? Like the oh, what do you mean high risk? Like 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 plant? you could just <laughs> yeah, like that dog could just like yeah, take off. You and, out. Yeah. yeah. You know that? I hadn't thought of that. I wonder what kind of injuries are common in Cane Cross. Candy Cross, whatever it's called. We're going to do a deep dive on Candy yeah. Cross. You need to find the national or world champion of this <laughs> and interview well, no them. I can imagine knee and ankle injuries if you're getting pulled faster than you're, you're a tolerable cadence for a long time. That's what I'm saying. It seems like, I mean, I guess you, you know what I mean? You got to risk it to win it, right? But there's like a push and a pull, you know? The dog can't actually run faster than... A certain amount, because because the tension from the slower person they're mm. pulling is going to mm. keep them from going as fast as they could. So all I know is my my dog, my dog uh, buddy, who's weighs more than anybody on this podcast. Um, he's a big old. He's a big guy, very strong. Uh, I took him walking. The, we are going in the weeds. I apologize already. Okay, so I took him walking. <laughs> Not long after we got him, and he pulled me probably like 200 meters. I was on my stomach the whole time. He pulled me through like a very, yeah, it was like a dog park. So I ended up like skins, chin. (gasps) Yeah. You got like rug burn. Yeah, my hands got rug burn. I got dog poop all over me. I came back to. Yeah, no. I was, was about bad. to ask about that. Oh, like, oh no, 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 no. I can't. I came back and I was absolutely in tears. And I, Ben, we are returning this dog. I hate this dog. Um, so good story, sorry. But like, I swear this is relevant because I'm sure there's a lot of like base rug burns. That's all I'm saying. It's like <laughs> you did not run faster than you would have run by yourself when you were getting dragged to the dog park. You see what my point is? It would have been. That was well, not a fast experience. It would have helped if I was on my feet rather than <laughs> getting dragged. Because the friction, <laughs> the friction of my body getting dragged in the grass, you know, definitely not optimal for speed. Gotta be right. more aero, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh we had so many contra so much drama last week. What was our oh, our other well, it doesn't really drama, but Jocelyn would like to discuss. Oh, okay, okay. NCAA or what? Women's whatever varsity, we call them, varsity women, yeah. national yeah. championship. Okay, so tell me what you think of this. Amazing, Arizona State University won for the seventh year in a row. ASU is based in Tempe, Arizona. They train on the course. Sure. This is it's also always- where the race is. Does this raise an eyebrow? Discuss. Discuss. All right. My point when she was texting me this was like, cool, great. Anyone else could volunteer to host it. They have it. 
So like everyone needs to, you know, shut up or put up, right? Like that's kind of where I'm at. <laughs> and the other thing is like, it's not actually ASU that hosts it. They like a local race director hosted ASU just like helps them heavily, out. With the, heavily. Some yeah. yeah. They like help. But like the same, like when we put on like the outspoken women's conference at ASU, like mm-hmm. they discounted everything. So that's like what they do is they like discount all the permits. They like really help out with like all the facilities and all that. So from their perspective, they're like, we're subsidizing this sport until it can like stand on its own two feet. Anyone else can do that. Any other like like Delaware State or what's it? Queens University. But then the other problem is that that's in New York. You can't really have a national championship in New York right now. You can all swim in the Hudson River. Not in the cold. Isn't it cold there right now? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about that. <laughs> yeah, but it could be cold elsewhere. I mean, I so so I I get it. Like it's the time of year, right? It has to be in November um weather's an issue what i heard is they looked at hosting in florida and every time it would have been canceled from hurricanes or like mm. i feel like storm. one year it was somewhere else it was like somewhere on the east coast one year and then that like didn't then it came back but this was like before you know what i mean you know how it's been like slowly building up this was like a year where it was smaller so but yeah. then i also like Otherwise, I'm like the. I think the only other West Coast school or very West Coast is University of San Francisco. How awesome would it be to have it on? Yeah, they don't have their own facilities. They yeah. like they train at like Golden Gate Park. So I think it'd be amazing oh, to they have like they like train doubling. on the public track. Yeah, like in San Francisco, which is like yes. Anyway. But like put it on the escape from Alcatraz course. It'd be epic. It would be so cool. I mean, now that so University of Arizona has signed on and TCU has signed on, and I, mm-hmm. and so I feel like the like Texas, right? You could have it in Texas, like that would be. So I feel like now it might move now that there's like some other, and like obviously, like yeah, if like a if like Cal or Stanford signed on or San Diego, then we would have somewhere else, you know, then we would have like somewhere warm, San Diego. All I'm saying is like, it's, I'm not saying it's rigged, but the fact that they put in all this money to host it doesn't make me think less that it's not rigged. That is such a like, like, what is that Trump's thing? When he's always, People are saying, I'm not saying, <laughs> saying. but it's I being heard, said. I heard, <laughs> I heard from a lot of people. Right. A lot of people are talking. <laughs> All I know, I'm th- what I take away from this quote unquote controversy. It's is not. I Jocelyn, feel like that's not a controversy. Jocelyn really wants something juicy, <laughs> yes. and she's like <laughs> taking a prune, and she's like, "I swear, there's something juicy." Here. Well, there's enough juice other places. I know. Don't get I it twisted, Sarah. Yeah, it's, I brought it's this coming. Up the juice is coming. Kelly before all this. Right, right. In drama, all fairness, so I was like, "Yeah, this is not really a controversy." She did text me this this weekend because she, yeah, she won. And then there was way more drama like the next day, and so now she's like, "Okay, I've moved on." I've <laughs> moved on. It's not an issue. Plus, because I didn't know, and I'm sure we have listeners that don't know like why it's always there, right? That maybe also have raised an eyebrow, but you know, my eyebrows are down. I feel like, uh, I mean, here's here's my ASU did not win the individual national title. Like a girl from Denver won, and for like maybe the first time I've seen the top ten had like four different schools in it. It wasn't just like ASU, ASU. So it's it is starting to when ASU finally loses the title, that's when it'll really have have made it. But what if it's <laughs> coincidentally the the year they don't host it? Right, mm. right. There you go. Mm. So, Jocelyn, before we got on, uh, we were like, okay, after we do all the updates of last week's drama, we're going to talk. 
And Sarah had no idea what drama had happened this week. So she's waiting patiently, oh, yeah. anxiously. Yeah. <laughs> anxiously. Oh, I'm, I am chomping at the bit. <laughs> So, I'm jumping at the pit. And you should know we start I'm with? Should we start with the part that actually got edited out of the podcast a couple of weeks ago? <laughs> sure. See, you so, guys edited me out. You edited me out. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, so apparently, Sarah has no idea that Try by Transport is going out of business. Okay. Okay. Now, Jocelyn, do you want to explain why and what happened? <laughs> I feel like this is all Khadijah. Khadijah. I feel Khadijah vindicated. So one of the reasons that I said don't use tri bike transport is because I knew quite a few people who have, still have not gotten their bikes back from Kona, who still have not gotten their bikes back from Ponta Vedra. That's the big one. That's the issue. Yes. So come to find out, they did not pay the vendor who did the shipping of the bikes. And the vendor is holding the bikes as collateral. They, in all fairness, that's not like Kona, I think it's just chaos. But yeah. So what Khadija, so lawsuit, a lawsuit got filed on Friday, Sarah. This is why this hit. There's this three had, now. There's three. There's one in. Yeah, there's like dueling lawsuits. But lawsuit got filed on Friday. And the shipping company that Tri-Bike Transport contracted with to get bikes overseas, like the cargo to company. Spain and to, so the, to maybe Spain Finland. And Finland. And there was like another European race. Anyway, they uh, apparently never got paid at all. No money. They say not one cent. And so they are owed $300,000. So they have held the last shipment, which was the Spain one, until they get paid now. And the lawsuit basically is putting a lien. So they're like, if we don't get paid, we're going to auction off your cargo, which is 180 people's bikes. And I did the math. They would just have to auction these bikes off for $2,000 each. And you know those bikes. People that pay for tri bike transfer to like go overseas, it was what seven hundred fifty dollars. Seven hundred bucks, yeah. You know those bikes are more than two grand. And the thing is, they they're there's they said that the bikes are in one location. There are people who have, and mind you, because I know some of the people that have these bikes, mm-hmm. their air tags are moving around, right. so they're making sure that nobody knows where these bikes are. The air tags are. They were in Chicago. They were here. They were there. Oh, and what's the thing where they uh, like try bike transport like discourages you from using air tags? And now they're calling people saying, hey, do you have an air tag? And everybody's like, I I didn't use air tag. You didn't. You told me not to. Yeah. (laughs) Even though they do have them. To be totally fair, I think a lot of people who complain are just complainers. And like you signed up for a thing where you hand your bike, right? So for a long time here, I was like, what are people just complaining? But lawsuit and lien is like serious business because a lien liens liens are you don't fuck with liens like that kind of means anything can happen now and it sounds like it sounds like tri bike may be insolvent yeah. uh-oh yeah. so what kind of communication are the bike owners getting from tri not a lot not great reminder i've some people don't sent worry. me the emails they it's got okay. i the tri bike owner emailed me today and they basically are trying to get the bikes release like they're in court arguing like you don't have the right to sell off their like third people third party property mm-hmm. yeah they are trying to get the bikes released but i just i mean but they don't have the cash i don't think like they just don't have the cash so the other thing is so to your point about kona those bikes i do think are those are not being held in a shipping container they just i think are a victim of the chaos right now like they're just making their slow way yeah and then iron man has stepped in for the two races this weekend to make sure people get their bikes in arizona and Cozumel. but like man if you are racing Arizona Cosmo this weekend, 
bring your fucking bike bag with you and oh, take yeah. that bike back yourself. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Because Iron Man's making sure it gets there, but then. Yeah, it's crazy. And then a lot of people didn't realize, and I realized this because I had a friend whose bike was damaged um, mm-hmm. by tri- bike transport. They they did, in the end, fix her bike, but a lot of people didn't read the fine print. Tri-bike transport is their own insurer. Right, they're self So that insurance you were paying for, they determine if it's if the, the repair is fair, they determine what the replacement value is. Every, they were their own insurer. How shady is that? It also just means like there's no money. So when people are like, oh, I have the insurance. It's like, oh, yeah, but if there's no cash right now, there's no cash. Yeah. I'll tell you, I like and I don't have this is just my guess, but I think what happened is they got in a cashless situation in the pandemic. You know what I mean? Like they had already paid out contracts and had all these like and they just like couldn't catch up and they just kept doing the like the next race will catch up. Rob Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's it's kind of a terrible situation for everybody. Oh, it's terrible, yeah. Nobody wins. If you're the bike owner, if you are the shipping company, if you are tri-bike transport, everybody's losing in this. Yeah. <laughs> and did you see the owner? I saw an article today that he's starting some other kind of shipping company. I with- don't think he's starting anything right now. To be totally fair, I think this was like before. Okay, because I was about to say no, 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 no. He and the the company was called through. I was like, no, they need to call name it done as no. a done done. That was no. like before. That was like a deal. That was like they were like part. They had like merged with another. Yeah. Okay, so when I was trying to find the lawsuit this weekend, I was Google. I was like searching law legal databases, and mm-hmm. it turns out that Tribike had sued some other. For trade secrets relating to bike transport, <laughs> I got really hung <laughs> up on what are trade trade secrets. secrets. <laughs> huh? Okay, so I'm picturing a triathlon heist movie, okay. and these bikes are like the hostages, and I want to see a bunch of triathletes like <laughs> track these bikes down, okay. break into the shipping container, free the hostages. And everyone will be happy. This sounds like a bad 90s movie. Break into shipping containers. That's like what drug dealers do. Okay. <laughs> like, That's why it's a movie. What was that one triathlon movie that was made not that many years ago? It was... Did anybody see the trailer for that? The fictional um, one? I think it's yeah. on Amazon Prime and I have seen it. <laughs> what movie is this? I think it's like called Triathlete or Triathlon. Mm-hmm. But it's... it's yeah. It's definitely like a, oh yeah, straight to video type. To video but this situation. it's like a hallmark ish, like yeah. low budget, like super cheesy, very predictable plot. Oh, but your heist that? movie sounds like, sounds just like you it. know, basically like the second iteration of that. Yeah. Did you guys ever watch the Hawaii Five O, like the new version, not the one from like the seventies? There was this episode where, anyway, basically, I'm going to spoil it for everybody. Don't listen if you watch Wife from eight years ago. There are diamond <laughs> thieves. The diamond thieves were actually also triathletes. So they would do their robbery in the middle of the triathlon and use the triathlon as cover. And they would like scale the walls wearing their arrow helmets um, <laughs> and their kids. And then the best part was they were like, who could do that? And they were like, oh, triathletes could. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, that's really bad. Jocelyn that's totally really bad. wants to see this. I do yeah. want to see like, this. Yeah, good, yeah. So where, like the where were they hiding the, the stuff? Like in their water bottle? Oh, no. So then in their, yeah, yeah they like, <laughs> They like do the whole like basically it's their alibi. It's the and then then with the the five o go to like high, stake out their house. Their tra- it's all like covered in like protein powders and like. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find that director to direct my triathlete bike hostage heist movie. <laughs> You're not making this up either, are you? No, no. I used to watch Hawaii Five O all the time. It was a oh great show. It was a fantastic show. Wow. Was, that must have been your favorite episode. Oh, it's the best episode ever. Yeah, just so you know. Right, was there any? Was that all of our drama? Was that all our drama? No, this no. The the oh. World Cup. Oh yeah. See, Sarah had to have heard about this one, right? Oh yeah, that was yeah. Oh my god, Sarah, Sarah. what do you do? <laughs> and Katie seems like one of those people that like Khadija, she Google Maps. The, Wait, what? Oh, you no. gotta explain the controversy. Oh, Sarah okay. First. So Kate Katie won the Ferris. But they 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 DQ'd her and who was the second place young lady who there's like DQ'd? four women in the front group who got, got DQ'd because they claimed that they cut the course. No, they definitely but, did. They did cut yeah, the they course. Did. Yeah, they did. But you can see in the video, it's like, is that where they were supposed to turn? Because it had it been me, I would have turned there. They went straight on the first lap of the run, they went straight through the finish line transition, like you do on the okay. bike, instead of making like a like a little like left to go around transition and come out the other side. The so they were supposed to make this like sharp left, go around the finish and come out on the other side. And it's probably like five seconds slower. So it's definitely slower. Um, but in the video, like you see the moto go that way, but there's no like sign, there's no like and there's cone, but it's just like and so yes, yes, athletes' responsibility, obviously, like sure. But it's like it was not super clear. Mm-hmm. And so then um, Gwen came across the line third, but she was only like five seconds behind. So it like would have made a difference. Right. So then multiple athletes filed protests, not just Gwen, to be totally fair. And it is very clear they cut the course. So they got DQ'd, elevates Gwen to getting first. Katie is DQ'd. This obviously matters for Olympic points mm-hmm. because they're both like on the line of getting enough points for the event in the spring. Whoa. Oh, no. That's not good. No. Yeah, no, I... So, okay, I would like, in my defense, we (laughs) had my in-laws here this weekend. Mm. So I was in the middle of that, and I was not, you know, checking. So thank you for filling me in. And, that okay, normally I would say, yeah, the athlete should know the course. But when it comes to short course stuff, like... You're just, you're following the flow. Yeah. Your brain is not thinking about where do I need to, uh, obviously the, it should be well-marked. Everything should be straightforward. They should have people there. That's the failure of the race organizers. I I don't think people who like, I've never been in a race like that, like realize how often people are just guessing Mm -hmm. like as an athlete. You know what I mean? I think they think it's like way more organized than it is. Well, normally like a, WTS- well, a WTCS race is yeah. like world cups can be like a little. Number. Oh yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. For, sure. for sure. Yeah. But it's still, it still is up to the race organizer to make sure there's no confusion. Yeah. So it's kind of a shitty situation for like everybody. Like yeah. some people are making it seem like it's a Gwen versus Katie thing, but Well, it is for the final spot on the Olympic team, probably. So that's like there was a lot of like this emphasis on like Gwen launched the protest. I was like four athletes, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Saying, you know, 
And then, uh, yeah, it's interesting because it's like sometimes they just do a time penalty, right? And this time it was like a straight up DQ. Well, so that's where I was like, it, the literal rules say if you cut the course, you're DQ'd, right? Mm-hmm. But that's where I felt like, uh, yeah, like I, if they could have corrected it on course and given them like a 15 second penalty on course, I feel like that would have been a lot better. But nobody was that with it. Nobody did that. Nobody asked you. Nobody asked me. Text you in the middle of the race. Yeah. Yeah. What What, Kelly? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. What a terrible situation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought it was pretty bummer. And she's usually, uh, from what I've seen on video and stuff, seems like she's really meticulous about understanding the course. I can't imagine that it was properly marked because even when you see the video, I was like, well. That looks like where I would have turned too. So I don't, I had to watch it a couple of times to realize what the issue was. Yeah. I feel like we'll take a break right now and then we'll come back uh, with more positive topics, right? With our AMA. All right. The gossip section of this podcast <laughs> is over. <laughs> uh, but we have an opportunity to answer anybody's questions, gossip or otherwise. In a couple mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, who, wants to, who wants to fill in our I feel like... Okay, so AMA is Ask Me Anything, right? It's like from the internet. But is, should it be like AUA? Should it be like Ask Us Anything? Ask Us Anything. Mm. Mm. Anything. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you can send... We're going to do it after Thanksgiving. It can be any kind of question. Um, so far, we've gotten like, how do I get faster questions? Which I think is kind of funny. Because I feel like we're not experts at that. Hmm. Hmm. So uh, you can ask any question, uh, send it uh, to, you can put a voicemail, voicemail on our speaker pipe. You can send it to your friends at Feisty, or we'll put a social post up on Instagram. You can like type your question in. If you guys could ask any question though, what would you ask? Now you're like, well, I guess Sarah asks questions that are weird every week. Random questions. Yeah. Yeah. They're not always weird. <laughs> what, 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 how, what would I ask us? Yeah. Yeah. Each yeah. other. Mm. see it could be anything um they're more fun when they're random and you can just go through a whole bunch of them yeah yeah the other thing that we did want to ask sarah though we were going to talk about this week was so sarah was on another podcast oh abandoning oh yeah um and sarah (laughs) so like i'll say i did listen to God, yeah. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Cheating? Is she cheating on us with another podcast? Yeah. (laughs) I didn't listen to all of it, but I listened to part of it. And you and Sky were talking about kind of like like how female athletes are perceived, right? Like both the way that like that you feel like you have to be like are treated by the media, and then also um, sponsorship deals. And maybe this is just like a sore point with me because I've told I feel like I have told so many people like no, the women are offered smaller deals and nobody believes me like except for definitely yeah like yeah definitely 100 why doesn't anyone believe us i mean that's not different than like any other job true i mean that's that's straight up corporate america i mean even you look at look at the Mm c-suite you you can see some pretty unattractive c-suite guys have you ever seen a super unattractive c-suite female interesting question i don't mm. want to judge them could you show mm. maybe everyone's mm. attractive in their own way 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that's somebody's that's somebody's child. I I always yeah. preface it with that. That's somebody's child. You're not naming names, though. Yeah, and yeah. my my grandma said, my grandfather used to always say, "Somebody likes it, so don't you know." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> think about it. Yeah, well, I, I, I was like, "What well, could you just get?" At? Sarah, you were saying in one of the parts that somebody told you that a really top female pro like wasn't attractive enough basically to sponsor yeah or or like exciting or interesting it was it was the full package where it wasn't it wasn't compelling enough that uh you know she had good results yeah and that's that's really sad but also you know like i said in the, the podcast it kind of put things into light like oh okay all right i see I see what's expected of female athletes is that you can't just be fast. Um, yeah, it's rather unfortunate. <laughs> you can't just be fast. What else do you have to be? Attractive, I guess, or interesting? Yeah, there. it's just we we let male athletes, the results speak for themselves. And that's good enough. Whereas women have to have a whole narrative around their performance. and. You know, you can't just be a racer. It has to be it has to be more. You have to be bubbly and you know, well, pink stuff coming out your ears. <laughs> yeah, you can't be hyper competitive. You can be competitive, but not too competitive. Yeah. That's true. I do see a lot of the like and even a lot of times women in particular like obviously all kinds of female spokespeople, but we're talking about athletes, they like, yeah, you can't be too mean or too bitchy or too whatever. It's all like has to be very positive, very nice. And I have sat in the media room then with like all the dudes because media rooms are always dudes. And they're like, oh, yeah, the women, they're just not as interesting. And I'm like, they're pretty fucking interesting. They're like, oh, they're just not as funny. And I'm like, I know all all these women are super bitchy and funny behind the scenes, but they're not going to say that up front because you're going to tell them they're a bitch. And they're not going to get a sponsorship because they're not likable. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Kelly. Mm -hmm. It's like you get it. Like I get it. (laughs) (laughs) Or even like, okay, so like, I mean, obviously, uh, obviously you're a nice person, Sarah. People like you. Thank you. Thank you. But it doesn't get me that top sponsorship. So (laughs) but I was thinking like, so even this year, you saw it happen to Chelsea a few times where like she said some stuff on videos that I mean Chelsea's a nice person. Like she's super nice. Super nice and super but she said things like, Well, I'm here to win. Or like, I'm not here to be set, right? Like stuff like she said at one point, she said, I don't understand why I would clap for my competitors while I'm racing. I can do that after, which is like funny, right? Like if Jan said that or Christian said that, people would be like, cool. She got reamed. Like, oh my God. Like, just like, what a bitch. She thinks she's so great. Yeah, I do. I work hard. (laughs) How you like that? Yeah. I mean, if you don't believe in yourself, who else is? She's a world champion. You know, yeah. it's not, but even if she were slower, it still doesn't matter because we let male athletes say that sort of thing. And yeah. it's funny or we just, we take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Like, yeah. We don't, we don't attack them for. Or there's guys, there's fans that'll that. be like, oh, because they said that now I like them more. Right. 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 Fascinating. Anyway, I'm not as bitchy as people think either. So. 
just so you know. <laughs> you're, just, you're just aggressively confident. Right. Aggressively. <laughs> I think I think it's important to I think people put this blanket what a woman should be like. I mean, like I said, I, I've even gotten comments just because I'm Muslim. Oh, I didn't think you'd be funny. Well, why? Because I'm black, because I'm Muslim, because I'm short. I mean, let me know. What's or if I if I if I say just like the the joke with it's not even a joke when we post up the set it off braids. Yo, we're here to race. Yeah, I, I may not be coming in first place, but I'm here to race and be right. whoever I can. Yes, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and like that should totally be inspiring to people. Yeah, so I just I hate I, I remember when I was in college, even before I became Muslim, I didn't like the little the little running shorts. Mm. And my coach made a comment about that's the main way we get butts and seats for the track team. And mm. I'm like, yo, I'm not your marketing tool. I want those shorts. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. But that, that's always where we're we have to use our bodies to sell something. No, that's that's not where that's not where. We're at. We're competent. We're intelligent. We're strong, and we're here to compete. And if you don't like it, hey. And then you were also like, "Wait a second, there are butts and seats for track meets because <laughs> there are not." Well, HBCU track meets. <laughs> okay, there are. That, for, for football, it's not about the football. It's about the band, and track meets are a big deal. Okay. So, wow. Yeah, I would just yeah for it. HBCUs the uh, the the what we what we're into a little bit different, I guess. It's the band and the track team. It's all about the, so, but yeah, it's just, um, and I think it, it's gotta be upon us to be assertive about it. Yeah. It also, I will tell you like working with Iron Man some, particularly going forward towards Nice next year. Um, there's been a, like, it's become, this isn't like about Iron Man. This is about like, I have been looking more at like how people respond to things around the world, not just in the U S mm-hmm. and the U S is when it comes to perceptions of women in a much different place. Like it's like, it's like U S and then it's like Australia, UK, then it's like the continent, like, which is like the rest of Europe, right? Like there's like an order for like how, and even within the U S the U S is fucking big, right? The U S is like all of the European countries in one. And there's like a huge difference from where I am out here for like, just like how women are perceived, right? Like how you can talk out here um like there's no there's a no there's not it's not a coincidence that chelsea went to uc berkeley and is the one who was saying shit and like people got mad at her right like it's a different thing you get told versus like very southern which is where i grew up right or versus like east east coast is like very old school and like anyway there's like it's fascinating to me all these differences because you talk to somebody from like france and their perceptions of what a woman can say or do are like wildly different than any of your guys's which are different than like some of my super fucking hippie ass friends out here. Like I got some crazy hippie friends. And so like, right. Like it varies. And it's like, how do you, how do you, I don't know. How do we get everybody on the same page? How do we get everyone on the same page though? Khadija? How does that happen? I don't know. I don't know if that's going to (laughs) happen. You don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, even in, in Gambia, it's like a very matriarchal society. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, it's a little bit different, you know, than you know, my family was more of a patriarchal society. Dad was in charge, whatever dad said, you know, but it, it's just, I think people just have to be confident enough to go out and be themselves. Yeah. I, I think that's a good point because you're going to have culture shaping people's behavior, whether it's like microculture or bigger. 
and you're right. Just keep on doing what's right for you. And maybe gradually over time, enough people do that. But I think that's a really good point, Visha. And then also pay Sarah more. That's the other thing. Yeah. No, I'm okay. Sarah's beautiful. (laughs) And a mom. Okay. But you know, I, I had to do I had to do this DEI training for my job. Oh yeah. It said that 65, yeah, which I thought was hilarious. I was like, but anyway, <laughs> everybody had to take it. But they said it, it was a statistic that men look at a resume and if they meet about 63 to 65% of the requirements, they'll apply for the job. But women have to meet 90 to 95% of their requirements before they, they apply for the job. And as you go across the racial spectrum, it, it, it goes even more. Mm-hmm. So if it's a white male, if he meets half of it, he'll take it. Sure. If well, you're like, think it, he's qualified. Yeah. Yeah. Or if it's an Asian or Hispanic or black woman, they feel like they have to tick off all the boxes before they'll even apply for something. They'll, they'll be overqualified. Our mentality. <laughs> but, 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 okay. So I do hate when we blame, uh, blame women too much for not having confidence in themselves because the, there are follow-up studies to that study that mm-hmm. show that even when women do apply at the same like qualifications, they are viewed as exactly. not qualified enough. They're viewed yep. as being too bitch. So it's not like, oh, just speak up. Oh, just lean in. Because when they sure. do, they are de- they are demoted at work. They are like dinged. They are like written off as like too mm-hmm. right. Like they do not get the promotions that they ask for at this. Like it is not the asking. It's not, it's the not getting it. Yeah. So like part of me is like, no, no one in the universe is going to say that I am not confident enough. Confidence is not my goddamn fucking issue, right? The problem is <laughs> that... I am then told, like, literally, I've had to go to trade, like, literally, I've been told, like, I'm too bitchy at work, right? And you're like, I'm not, right? Like, so, like, it's not, it's not just. Yeah, and I get it. I was, I was raised in the Northeast, and now I'm in the South, and I've gotten the aggressive, angry Black woman. And then, and then in the same breath, they want to wonder if I'm oppressed. I'm like, okay, what, am I taking over or (laughs) am I oppressed? You got to make up your mind here. You know, it's like, I get it. I totally get it. Oh, I'm so interested what kind of mental processes are going in with that human. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, I'm sitting here, sitting here like, yo, I mean, either, either I'm, either, either I'm the angry black woman or I'm the, the oppressed Muslim woman. You can't, I can't be both. I think in their head, you could be both, right? <laughs> They're like, we would like you to have the freedom, Khadija, to be <laughs> the role that we expect you to be. <laughs> all right. Well, now that we've solved all of society's problems. <laughs> and triathlons. <laughs> we can we get their bikes back though? I mean, if we could get the bikes back, it's, right. it's my heist movie. We're gonna <laughs> free the hostages. Um Sarah, do you have a random question for us this week? I am I'm always so, like, scared to ask, you know. <laughs> I'm so thrown off by this episode. I don't even know what to do with myself. It's a now. lot, isn't it? Okay, so say we have this heist movie. <laughs> Let's <laughs> let's make it a buddy heist movie. Mm. And each one of us is going to be played by somebody in Hollywood. Who's oh, who's who's your your actor actress of choice, you know? But they don't have to like look exactly like you, right? No, 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 no. It's just who who gets you? Who gets me? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> huh. I feel like I, I I don't know why. I think I'm going Emma Stone. I feel like Emma Stone should play me. Sure, why not? Yeah. I'm going Meryl Streep. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just like top of the heap, right? You're like, yeah. You know? 
gotta gotta go back. Yeah. I think I'll go Ali Wong. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, she got divorced. I was like very, I'm not like devastated because I don't know her. Well, I like. And all her like comedy shows, the Netflix specials are like making fun of her husband, now ex husband. Right. (laughs) This is why I can't write a tell all because I'll end up divorced, you know? See? (laughs) Khadija, we're all waiting for your. Are you looking at somebody? I'm going to say Gabrielle Union because I Ooh. like her attitude in some of the movies. That's because true. the way she gets really like, and she's sarcastic, I think that would that would yeah. hit me. I was going to say Queen Latifah, but she's like six feet tall and I'm 5'2", and that just... Yeah, but me. you know what? Like, Sarah True doesn't look like Meryl Streep. Like, I don't know if you've noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think Gabrielle Union because I think she would she would get my sarcasm on okay. point. I, I love it. I love it. How how do you think all of our people would feel about, you know, running around in, in tri suits? Sure. Scale, scaling the wall. Scaling the the walls, shipping yeah. containers. Scaling the shipping containers. <laughs> you guys, it's really hard to write like something based in triathlon, having tried to do it from like an outside perspective, because people's perceptions are like, super dorky like you can't write a, a like a good triathlon movie <laughs> like, well people have people <laughs> asking me how was my last marathon right like, you can write a running <laughs> like you can you can like write like a book or a movie with running because like that's like straight like people are like oh yeah triathlon like it doesn't work well they some people just think we're like super fit like like we could be doing like pulling these like mission impossible stunts and people would believe it because triathletes can do everything like fitness wise. Like I can't do a single pull up, but, but in a move, in a movie I could. We are going to get, you can do a pull up. We're going to, that's going to be our goal for the winners. (laughs) Jocelyn's going to do a pull up. I I like the pull up challenge in Nice. Oh yeah. (laughs) No. Love it. Well, since we're not going to be talking to people next week, enjoy turkey trots or no turkey trots. Hygiene. Hygiene bike rides. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at hygiene. No, no, that felt weird. That felt uncomfortable today. Um, and also don't forget us. Forget to send us our questions. Your questions. Us your questions. Yeah. 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 None of you people can tell me to stop My town, my crown We know what it takes to be reaching the top We're reaching the top We're reaching the top We know what it takes to be reaching the top All right, Alyssa, I'm like starting to swim more again. And I feel like you were swimming a lot last year with oh, with one water. And how did you keep your hair from get, getting so destroyed? I was swimming so much last year. And I used try hard, Kelly, and I still swear by it. They have extensively researched this problem and created a superior vegan, dermatologically tested proprietary blend. Try hard has shampoo, conditioner, body wash, and more stuff. Everything you're gonna need for your pre and post swim necessities. I've also seen that top pros like Chelsea Sodaro and Lucy Charles Barkley also praise the effectiveness of Try Hard. I think it's like 
definitely changed how good I feel just coming out of chlorine. And we have a code right now too, for anyone who wants to try, you know, try, try hard and stop suffering from dry, itchy skin, having their hair get all, you know, green, which happens to me because mine's like super blonde and get all beat up. You can try any of the try hard products with the code 20 feisty. That's two zero feisty for 20% off store-wide at tryhard.co. So that's 20 feisty for 20% off at tryhard.co. I'm personally very excited to have Precision Fuel and Hydration signing on as a Feisty Try sponsor, mostly because of their commitment to education and making sure all the women lining up for triathlons this year have all the information you need to fuel your races. Like women uh, often underfuel, and they more typically complain about gel consistency. I know I do, uh, which is why I personally really love the light and easy to get down Precision gels, which still have 30 grams of carbohydrates. Precision Fuel and Hydration has also recently signed on as the official hydration partner for Ironman races in Europe, which means that the PF1000 electrolyte mix will be on course at all European races this summer for the bike and run. The 1000 mix delivers 1000 milligrams of sodium per liter or about 500 milligrams per 16 ounce water bottle, which is about the average sodium sweat concentration across thousands of sweat tests they've done on triathletes. And because it's a low calorie drink, it also lets you decouple your fueling and your hydration that can be helpful, you know, when there are so many different factors to keep track of in Ironman races. But the most important thing is testing it all for yourself, which is why you can use Precision's sweat testing spreadsheet to do your own testing and calculate your own sweat loss. And I know that can sound intimidating. I, I felt like that too, but it's really super manageable when you enter your numbers into their formula. And then you can book your own totally free consultation with their sports scientists, like no sales necessary. Um, you can find a wealth of information, all of this in their Precision Knowledge Hub, and you can test out their gels, drink mixes, electrolyte pills, and the specially formulated flow gel, which is made exactly for how people fuel in long course triathlon. It's like really handy. Get 15% off your first order with the code FTP15. That's FTP like Feisty Try Podcast and the number one five, or, you know, like functional threshold power, FTP15 at pfandh.com.